As always, this podcast is sponsored by Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. Everything you need to be a successful podcaster is 100% free on Anchor. Hey everyone, you're listening to Connect, Collaborate and Create with Lisa and Devo, where every week we will dissect the life of an entrepreneur, sometimes ourselves, and highlight what we and others are doing to live their best entrepreneurial life. We are successful small business owners who have built two of the most sought-after photography studios in the South and have now combined forces to create Sprout Digital Connectors, a marketing agency for creatives and small business entrepreneurs. All right. So, hey, I'm Devo. I'm Lisa, staff. And this is going to be part of an ongoing podcast, YouTube all the things that we're supposed to be doing that we tell everyone else to do that we don't maintain ourselves on a regular basis. Sometimes it's a struggle. Sometimes I want to struggle less. Yeah, so today we're just gonna, we're having a conversation about a conversation I had last week with a potential bride. So I'll try to keep you short and on target. So I had a bride call me, as, as photographers, you certainly can empathize with this, and wonderful woman, really kind, really nice, but she was doing her research and development on a wedding photographer. And I was talking to her on the phone and I could clearly tell she was reading from a notebook because she was going down the list asking me these questions. And you know, you know the questions like, how long have you been taking weddings? Have you ever photographed at this venue before? What type of equipment do you use? And do you have backup equipment? And I was like, what happens if it rains? What happens? Yeah. 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 So I actually called a timeout on her and I was like, hold on, can I just, can I have a timeout for a second? So, um, and I really said this and I was like, hey, don't take this the wrong way. And maybe I allowed my ego to get in the way, but I said to her, I said, you know, I appreciate the fact that you're asking these questions. It means you're doing your research. You're trying to find someone, you know, who, you think is a, as a good photographer, that sort of stuff. But I don't know that going about it from a checklist, from a bridal notebook is necessarily the best way to find your photographer or your, any of your vendors for that matter. And I said, do you mind if I just kind of suggest a couple of different ways that I would recommend having done this for 20 years now? So um, I continued on and I was like, I, I have photographed probably in my lifetime, I've, I've been photographing since I was 12 years old, but I have been a full-time wedding photographer since 2013 now. Is that right? Yeah, 2006, sorry, my years are off. I have collectively by myself, with you or with other photographers or with my team, photographed somewhere around 1,500 weddings in my lifetime. Really? Yeah, easily. I'm gonna do math on that. Do it. <laughs> Either way, my point was, my point was is that, I don't think they are. So if I've been photographing since okay, 2006, uh, uh, it's I'm not sorry. 2019, that's 13 years. Let's go 60 weddings a year, personally, plus any collaborations and other stuff. Okay, you got it. Okay. Either way, I have a boatload of experience. Yeah. And I said, I don't know that that's the best way you should be finding your photographer. Am I wrong in this? So I said, a better way to look at this would be to 
kind of find somebody who you really mesh with. Like if you first go to their website and you see their portfolio, go to their social media page and find somebody whose style, like you can really dig that style. Like, and I said to her, imagine looking at the photos that you're looking at in my portfolio or any other photographers for that matter. And imagine seeing yourself in that dress, in that photo, in that scenario, doing that sort of stuff. And then, have a phone call with a couple of these different phones. Get on, get them on the phone. Literally call you up like you're doing for me. And just have a conversation with them and see how their information flows. And I, 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 I went on to say, you know, how long does it take them to get back to you? Like for me, how long it takes people to respond to a message, whether I'm trying to find someone to purchase something or whatnot, how long it takes them to get back to me sometimes is a direct correlation in what type of service or what type of expectations I can have when I commission that person. Would you disagree okay, or agree with that? I'll talk about that. Keep going. Okay. So, so because I, I kind of have a policy, like I call people back within 24 hours, nothing longer than that. And I'm always surprised when people are like, wow, thanks for getting back to me so quickly. And I'm like, why would I not have gotten back to you? You're asking to pay me a lot of money to take photos. Of course I'm going to call you back. Anyway, so I wanted to say one of the things that I would look at when you're trying to hire a vendor, a wedding photographer, a wedding vendor, anybody is, what sort of service do they offer? Does it match what you're looking for? Do you, do you envision yourself working with them in a very intimate capacity for a lot of hours? Especially with your photographer, you're gonna be spending a lot of time with me, so you kinda of have to dig my personality a little bit. If you find me too forward, if you find me abrasive, if you find me too loud, whatever it is, if you don't find that my style meshes with your vibe, you probably don't wanna hire me for your wedding because you're gonna be spending a boatload of time with me. And then secondly, actually ask them to look at real portfolios. Like, don't just go from what's on the website because a lot of times people put their best photo on a website. They have 30 great photos from each a different wedding. Correct. Like, I specifically share with every bride a real full yeah. wedding from start to finish. Yeah. I want them to see, yeah. here's what happens in getting ready, here's what happens in first look. And I said, and I've sent you five or six videos, have you watched them? She was like, no, I haven't watched them. And I was like, well, I don't even really want to continue this conversation at this point until you've watched my work. Because if you like my work, let's get back on the phone and talk. And, I, and that may have sounded like a dick move by me, but if you're hiring me and you're gonna spend several thousand dollars on me to shoot your wedding, shoot your engagement, maybe your boudoir session, hang out with your family, hang out with your friends, you're inviting me to be part of one of the most intimate times of your life up until this point. So you don't want somebody who's gonna show up and Plus, embarrass you. starting a relationship that after that, you know, how many of them do you end up doing um, maternity shots or baby or family or family get-togethers and gatherings and anniversaries like it's the start of a relationship too yeah that's a brilliant point and, and i i did say that to her so i said what i would really recommend and what i would encourage you to do is if you have any specific questions let's ask questions but let's get away from the checklist maybe ask a little bit more about What's my style? What does a typical day look like for me? You know, am I, a, am I a posed photographer? Or am I gonna get involved in the situation and direct you? Am I a coaching photographer? What I mean by that is, you know, I've heard a lot of people say that I have no idea what to do in front of the camera, so I hope you can help me and coach me and all. And, and that's my style. Every, like, almost every client says that, whatever capacity of photography you're doing, they say, I hate getting my picture taken. 
Everyone says that. And I hate getting my picture taken. And, and, and a lot of people, are, a, a lot of times when I say that, people are like, really, you're a photographer? I'm like, yeah, I'm a photographer. I'm holding a camera. I'm not typically having my photograph taken. But so, that makes you conscious of how people feel on the other side then too. Yeah, and one of the things that you and I do is we actually have our photos taken on a regular basis, yeah. whether it's through social media content, whether it's through actual having our photos taken. And I do that specifically so I can kind of see what a client goes through so that when I'm photographing them, I'm more kind of in touch with that process. But what I what I went on to say, and tell me if you disagree or agree, and I know you're gonna agree with this, is the bridal checklist is fantastic, but that's really that's really kind of can I say this? That's like old school back in the day, or that's just for when you're literally not looking for the type of photography that we provide. Because it's not just photography that we're doing, there's so many other things that are involved in it. I, I know, but I think this this kind of blankets a lot of their vendors that they're looking at. Exactly. Well. It's not just us. We're not just talking about us, we're talking about all their vendors. And I think what happens, not to cut you off, but I think what happens, and I can commiserate with them, they are all of a sudden planning the hugest event to take place. And they're at the, maybe they pick the venue and they're given a vendors list with how many names on it. So instead of, I, I think it's just like, I gotta get this done, I've gotta start checking some things off. So they go through and they just start calling people. So I can understand that, that they're just trying to call people. But when they do that, most of, most of the brides that I speak to, I'll say to them, have you seen any of my work? And they say no. And honestly, like you need to do your R&D before that. You need to figure out. And even before you start making that, those phone calls as well, you need to do some self-examination and figure out what what do you really value your photography or any of the other vendors that you're going to hire. Where are they in the spectrum of, of what's one, two, three, and four of that day, or your budget? You know, like figure those things out. And what's really important to you? And if photography is really important, what is it about photography that speaks to you? What do you specifically like? And kind of narrow that down so that when you do start looking at this vendor's list and start looking at their websites or their Instagram, you're narrowing it down. You're already making it simpler for you because you're not calling all the other people. And I think too, when you said, you know, about getting back to somebody right away, there's there's really great things about doing that, but sometimes we are booked solid. And because we're, we're small businesses, it's not like I have an office staff sitting over there fielding all my calls. Um, the other day when we were um, filming and doing um, Dr. Um, Gupta. You said it right this time. <laughs> my phone was on silent all day. From like 2 o'clock till 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, but so, even that being said, as busy as you are... I do know for yes. a fact that you at least send someone yes. a text message saying, hey, I'm really busy. When I got my phone back, exactly. yes. But what, what happens sometimes, is uh, just to kind of finish this, is people go through that list and, oh, I didn't get a hold of that person, so I'm just going to go through the next one and the next one and the next one. And whoever I get a hold of, if I can, if I can afford what they're good booked, because we've called people back sometimes three hours later. And you know, like a lot of times when we are working in the office, we'll get back to them right away, or you're, you know, you get it on your phone, you're getting back to them right away. But there are times that it's just if you don't get back to them in three hours, they're not valuing or absolutely. Like, well, so just, there's a reason that people are saying like one of the one of the downsides of social media is is that it has become or it has made us an instant gratification nation, yeah. and really, so we're on the other end of it, and you're trying to hire us, we're trying to get you to commission us. 
uh, so that we can run a business and provide the level of service that we do. But this is, thank you for filling in that blank because what I told her was, what you really should be doing is exactly what you just said. Sit down with your partner and make a list of what are your five most important elements of this wedding day. And it might not, it, when you literally make a pro and con list, and you can download a sheet of all the different elements of a wedding, whether it be the venue, whether it be the flowers, whether it be the cake, whether it be the hors d'oeuvres, whether it be open bar versus not open bar versus cash bar, all of those things, right? And literally get a Google list and write them down. And I said, go through and rank each one of them one to five. One to five, photography, four. A wedding venue, five. DJ, five. Wedding cake, zero. Whatever it is, yeah. right? Yeah. And then tabulate your scores and find out where each of those rank the highest. And then take those scores and find like what are the five most important reasons to you for this wedding that you and your partner both agree on. And then of and those- And all your decisions. Like everything. everything. That, that's venue. So we have people that don't, don't rank us, but they're like, I just want a really good party. And then, and then, and if so, photography is not important to you, then you yeah. probably should oh, not hire. There for a couple hours. Yeah. Really yeah, absolutely. So again, I think people, people, you're absolutely right. They get so, and I understand. You're so excited that you just got engaged. You're like, oh my god, we're gonna get this. And a lot of the best vendors book fast, and so you're like, somebody told you, well, make sure you hire everybody really fast because then they will be available. But again, at the same time, stop, take a deep breath, and make your list. Approach this more tactically from a perspective of these are the things that are really important to me. I value these the most, right? And then take those five and go search. Maybe your wedding planner has some recommendations. Don't just trust whatever the wedding planner says. Maybe the venue has some recommendations. Don't just trust that. I highly suggest go online and Google and find somebody's work that you really, really, really love. Maybe find three or four places that are absolutely scintillating to you. Three or four photographers, three or four florists, whatever it is. Look at their work. Make phone calls to them. See how it felt in the and, conversation. And not, just their, not just their websites. Not just their websites. Their Instagram, because their Instagram is more of a personal diary. Or social of, media, because not yeah, everybody's on yeah. Instagram. But it's more of a personal diary of what they're doing. You can check out videos to see what they're actually like in real life, what not what they're perfectly curated, but you know, how do they relate to people? What are they doing? Are they collaborating with other people? Are they prima donnas? Or are they gonna be someone that just clicks with you? Yeah, that's a good point. So when I used to work in my former life, I worked in the corporate world and I was in charge of hiring. Yeah, so I was in charge of hiring certain types of people for the company. That was one of the jobs that I held um, for whatever reason. And my direct supervisor would specifically have me go out and ask them all these questions. And I said, you know, one of the things I do when I hire people, and I do that in myself, is I go directly to their social media page. Mm -hmm. And it's one of the things I ask for from anyone I hire or anyone contract I work with. And this might sound judgmental, but I, I look at the social media page because I want to see like, what kind of content are they putting out there? Are they are they running naked through the woods and swashbuckling liquor, or are they providing value? Are they helping other people? Are they well composed? I know that sounds insanely judgmental, but it's not. I think that I think that you can get a very, especially in today's transparent world of social media, you can get a really good look inside someone's personality, demeanor, and how they carry themselves in society by looking at the content they're putting on their social media page. And that's not the only litmus test. It's just it's never a lot lately. It's one litmus test. So you've talked about website, be in love with the work, make some phone calls, 
see how you how they engage with you. Like literally, can you imagine after a phone conversation with me, like it was pretty cool. He was chill. He asked me some real questions, or he was like, he was really robotic. He sounded really lethargic, and I just don't really know that I'm looking for a lethargic person, right? And then go to your list and look at your list. That's what I was gonna say. So you do your homework first. You narrow it down to figure out what you want, what's important, your priorities. Figure out what kind of photography, what kind of food, whatever those things are. Figure that out first. And even though it, it sounds great going out with your list and, and starting to call all these people, in the long run, that's going to save you time. Well, it's going to save you time, it's going to save you headache, it's going to save you yeah. money. And then, if you get to that point where you've narrowed it down to a few photographers and you want to have those questions, those conversations with them, you can always discuss those questions. Absolutely. And having a, a, like a, oh, a an authentic point. conversation with them, those things usually come out as well. Or you've kind of figured out some of the answers already by doing your investigation and your homework. Yeah, and I always tell everybody, and I told her the same thing, like, how easy was the conversation with me? How easy was the conversation you had with somebody? Again, not so much for the venue, but for everybody, really, you have to kind of think about, would you, would you, can you envision yourself working with this person? And I tell people, can you envision bringing me over to your house, having your parents there, some of your best friends, and you being comfortable with me being in that space with you? Because if you can't imagine that, if you can't imagine me spending a lot of time with you, and if you're annoyed with the way I talk, or maybe you don't like the way I look, or you don't even like my photographs, you should not hire me because you're gonna be having the output of by hiring someone you're unhappy with or someone you don't like, is you're not gonna be comfortable in front of the camera with them. Mm -hmm. You're not gonna be willing to do some of the things that they're gonna ask you to do. Because a good photographer, and I told her this, I said a really good photographer is gonna sometimes take you outside of your comfort zone because they're gonna push the bubble a little bit so that they can get the photo that they know you're really gonna be gaga over in the end. And sometimes when someone says, hey, I, mean, I want you to hang from the- It might be pushing the bubble. It might be something that they really wanna do, but they're like, mm. Pushing the bubble. Yeah, but I mean like you're not making them do something ridiculously avant-garde. Well, no. Maybe you are. Well, maybe I but, but I'm saying, you know, like when they come back to you and say that was the most fun, we had the best time with you, or you were the best part of our wedding, or whatever, it's because you developed that relationship, mm -hmm. you were comfortable with each other, and you saw how their chemistry was together, and you knew what would work, and you just kind of push them a bit, and things flow. Mm -hmm. So, so we're, we're, I, we don't want to go too long, so we're kind of coming up against our 15 minutes here. So, um, if, if I were to title this conversation, honestly, I would title this something along the lines of, is a conversation every bride should listen to before they book every bride and groom or every bride and bride. Everyone should listen to before they book their vendors. And, and just to recap it again, it's make your list of priorities. What's really important to you? Go through that list and, and find the people that match that priority list, right? That match that vision of what you want. And then take some time to really have a, con a conversation with them. And, and honestly, at this point, it's like trust your gut a little bit you know when you know, right? You just know when you know. It's no different than a relationship or anyone else. Like when you met that lover of yours and like, holy effing God, I really like that person. I would really like to see that person again. And I'm not saying you gotta do kumbaya with me around a campfire, but you kind of have to dig my vibe if you want to work with me. And because this is a collaboration and we're working together and um, it's important to me as a photographer that you value my work. It's important to me as a photographer that you kind of like my personality and that's not a narcissistic thing. I, I'm a very intimate person when I photograph and I'd like 
to know that you really can vibe and we can vibe together. And it's that's, a, that's an important element of what I do, and I know it is of yours as well. Well, I think with photography, as well probably with everything, if you are having a great time in the moment, when you look back like at those photos, you're not gonna be, oh, so awkward, I hate that picture. It could be exactly the same picture, but if you were having a great time, if you were in your comfort zone, if you were being spontaneous, loving every moment of it, that's gonna reflect in the photo. And every time you look at it, it's gonna be good vibes on it. Yeah, and if you have bad juju with me, and you're like, this photographer yeah. is really obnoxious, and, yeah. and, and I ask you to do something, you're gonna be like, do I really have to? Yeah. Like, ugh, this guy, yeah. right? Like, even if it's unconscious, you're like, ugh, this guy, right? Yeah. And so, um, not that I've ever had that vibe from anyone. Of course but, not. Of course not, but. Um, again, <laughs> please don't sound like we have the answers to everything. We're not trying to be on our, our high horse telling you this is what you should do. We're just telling you that, you know, you've been photographing weddings for 20 years. I've been photographing weddings for 15 years. We have literally seen everything. We, we know so much about this industry. And one of the biggest mistakes I see people make all the time is they rush through the process, they don't do the diligence, and they're not asking the right questions. And then you end up having to be behind the eight ball on it and try to make corrections on it. Okay, and I, I just wanna say, it doesn't just apply to us. When people hire the right vendors, the right people to be part of their event, it makes all the difference from the makeup artists uh, that start the day and start the day the right way, handling people, making them feel good. They start that vibe and that energy. And I know that I'll walk into a situation and see certain people there and I'm happy to see them because I know they pick people that are really, really good at what they do and working with people, so. You're, you're absolutely right, it applies to all vendors. Yeah. So. Yeah. Nice closing on Because that. not everything goes perfectly that day. So when you have some people that are able to manage those things that come up and surprise them and handle it for the couple, so. Well, here's, that's a great point. And, and so if you do have things that come up, Murphy's Law, and they always do, would you rather have a team behind you that you know you can trust because yeah. you've already developed a rapport with them or Absolutely. a relationship with them because you kind of like their style, you like their vibe, or would you rather have somebody you have just hired from a Craigslist ad or just straight off of the internet because it was the first person you've never met with them, you've never spoken to them, you don't have any idea what's going on in their world. Like, who are you gonna be more inclined to trust? Like, for me, I'm gonna go to battle with people I know well, that I know are gonna be able to sit through it with me, have my back, be in that space with me through thick and thin, yada, 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 and aren't just in it for selfish reasons. So that's my people, so. So that's our take on it. I would like to hear how other people react to that as well and what they do in those situations. Maybe they love the list. Yeah, I think I don't feel it's personable. I want I want to get to know what they want that for that day. But maybe other people have a different way of handling it than we do. So I would love to hear that. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a time and a place for lists. I I think that there's an importance to a list. But this is this is also more of a an esoteric decision in a lot of ways. And you have to kind of get beneath the list to figure out if you're going to be spending. Look. The average price of a wedding in Charlotte is around 30K. The average price of a wedding here is probably double that in some areas, right? Some of these bougie weddings on these massive resorts. Yeah, depending on the event. Correct. I have some that it's only a few people that you're shooting and then up to you. Well, here's, here's where I'm going with this. If you're gonna spend that amount of money on it, just like a car, just like anything else, it's kind of a luxury item, okay? And I'm going off into a different space here with this, but hiring a really expensive, <laughs> no, but for real, hiring a really expensive photographer is no different than having that Gucci handbag or that really nice Tesla car. Do you need it? Absolutely not. Do you want it? Maybe you do, maybe you don't. But, but if you can't afford it and it's not important to you, then you should probably find the things that are more important to you, whether it's, mm -hmm. whether it's the car, whether it's the flowers, whether it's and the And we're the same with everyday life. Every single day. 
every single day. So, all right, thank you for watching. I would love to hear your feedback. Absolutely. Um, you, can, you can comment in the message below. Um, you can DM us. And if there's anything else that you would like to hear us talk about for future podcasts, um, obviously send us a message. Okay? Fantastic. Thanks.